Welcome back to another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. Stacey Blackwood here with my man, Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, buddy. Just uh, excited for Christmas. I want to wish everyone, uh, all of our followers and uh, listeners, Merry Christmas. And, uh, and uh, man, uh, it's been a... It's been a wild week for, uh, for um, you know, Alabama fans, uh, basketball-wise. But before we get, get too far into it, I want to give two shout-outs real quick. Uh, the first one is uh, Justin Thomas and, and Tiger and Team USA. What a comeback in the President's yep. Cup. Man, that was, you know, that last day, uh, you know, Tiger went on the, went on the, on the course, and, and I watched every, every match, and, man, that – that was unbelievable. Um, Tiger, I think, went four and zero in all his matches. I think Justin went three and one. I think he lost that last one. But, but those two at the beginning, day one, day two, held the team together. And day three is really what changed it because Tiger didn't play any of those matches, and uh, and the team kind of you know stepped up and they won when they needed to. And day four, man, it was just it was all U.S. So uh, congratulations, to those guys. That that was awesome to keep the yeah, president. absolutely. Uh, with the U.S. and uh, and the other shout out is to our women's basketball team. Man, they they're looking really good this year. They just beat uh, a couple games ago, uh, undefeated UNC team. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think I think Coach Curry's got them girls going the right direction, and, and it's good to see because it's been a long time coming. Yeah, the the women's team has has you know struggled really more than what the men's team has over the last decade or so. So it's it's good to see Christy Curry kind of getting that thing turned around and uh and moving in the right direction uh, mm-hmm. i think they're what, what nine and three right now they are uh, so you know it's just a couple what maybe one or two more games before conference play uh mm-hmm. starts up so uh you know that's good to see uh and like jake mentioned it was nice to see uh jt and tiger kind of keep the team together uh before that day three uh and you know on the president's cup and it's Obviously, JT is, is one of the top players in the world, and it was just great to see him and Tiger the first couple of days. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of hold 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 things together for Team USA, and uh, it was nice to get that President's Cup victory. And boy, they were celebrating after that man. That they seemed like they were having a good time. So yeah, they were. Uh, we're, we're proud of that, and uh, and like Jake said, we're also proud of the women's basketball team. And uh, Speaking of women's teams, you know the, the softball team will be starting up before we know it, along with the, with the baseball team, and obviously we're looking forward to those those two seasons. And uh, we think both both teams are going to have really good teams and and have a chance to make a lot of noise, uh, both both in the SEC and and across the country. And and if you remember, uh, Brad Bohannon said that his his third year will, will be the turning point, and this is his third year, so I have no doubt that he will turn things around this year. Yeah, I think this is definitely a, a big year for for Bohannon, and uh, I, I think he's going to get it done. He's done a great job recruiting, and and I know yeah. y'all probably seen on our Twitter, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we we asked if there was somebody that that was interested in coming on the podcast as a guest to, to kind of preview some Bama baseball as it gets a little closer. We'll bring them on, and we've had a couple people DM us, so uh, we'll get that all worked out and uh, have some Bama baseball on here in in a few weeks. So. Uh, that's something to look forward to, but but for right now, we're going to uh, talk about our coach Nate Oates and in the in the men's basketball team, and yes. uh, you know, just as a uh, the last couple of weeks, it seems like you know, ever since the, they come back from the Battle for Atlantis, they've they've kind of started to turn the corner and, and kind of find their way in the Nate Oates system. The turnovers are down just a little bit, and, and uh, the points are way up there. 
uh, it's it's just an exciting time, and this team you can tell is is really starting to click, especially on the offensive end of the court. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, you know, I think right now they're eighth in the country in points per game, which if you would have told me that we would even be in the top 50 in the country in mm-hmm. points per game at this point in the season, I would have laughed at you. Even yeah. though I, I knew what Nadoz was capable of, I'd, especially with the injuries to James Rojas and, and Jawan Gary, it just I, I didn't think it would be, you know, what, what they've been able to put on the offensive end. And it's uh, it's really been amazing to watch. And the absolute bull crap of, of, you know, JQ not getting his waiver. I yeah, mean, every, yeah. I, I keep forgetting that. And that's 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 yeah. a big hit too. Yeah. I mean and, and NCA gave him out to everybody else and but but comes to Alabama and JQ, no, no, he can't have one. But you know, we've we've harped on that enough. The NCAA and, and the SEC officiating this year has just been trash. We've talked about that before as well. But but looking out on our men's team, uh, you know, I watched uh, the whole entire second half of the Penn State game. I think we had like a 12-point lead. Uh, we couldn't couldn't hold it late. Uh, there was some questionable um, – or that, that last play drawn up was kind of questionable. Of course, Petty just fouled out, and, and they had double-teamed uh, Lewis. So, of course, Alex ended up getting the ball and, and just threw one up. and, and it Yeah, he, he panicked, and, and Petty fouling out right there. Yeah, that really hurt our chances because, like you said, you knew that the double team was going to go to Kyra, and 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 Reese kind of froze in the situation. He he had a chance to, when he, as soon as he caught the pass to to maybe get a shot up, but yeah. he kind of he kind of panicked and what was kind of uncertain of himself and what he needed to do. So it's that's that you know that just comes with experience, and he doesn't have a lot of uh, you know end of game experience at Alabama in close games. So mm-hmm. I I kind of give him the pass. It was on the road. That was going to be a tough. A tough that would have been a great victory for the team, but that was going to be a tough one to get. Uh, even though, like you said, they had a big lead in the second half of that game and just couldn't yeah. close it out. And I think that's what you know, Nate, Nate mentioned. You know, you've got to be able to close those games out if, if you want to make the NCAA tournament. Exactly. And and I was just going talking about the that ends bounds play. I think you uh, before we started, you talked and I told me you watched all of Belmont, and I didn't get to watch much of that game but but i i've seen and saw people tweet that the inbounds plays in that game was a whole lot better so i have no doubt you know you you learn from your mistakes and uh and i think but but I, I'm, I'm with you if petty wouldn't have found out right there i don't think they would have had an opportunity to to double team lewis and and maybe he would have got the ball or petty but man talking about petty man he he is alive under nato's man it, it's awesome to see yeah, you you're starting to see what you know all the hype was about when he was coming out of high school. I mean, he was a five star product, uh, and you know he he was known for his shooting and his scoring ability. And you know his first couple seasons, he was up and down. You know he he played great for a couple games, and you know then he disappeared for several games. So it's it's you know the past I would say what five games or so he has really just turned the corner. He's playing with a lot of confidence. And I do want to say this about Petty. You know even you know, the first couple games of the year when he was not shooting the ball well, uh, he wasn't getting a lot of good looks. And when he did get looks, he, he wasn't, you know, wasn't making his shots. He still played hard on the defensive end and was rebounding the basketball. Uh, he's been our leading rebounder all year long. Yeah. Uh, what is he, about seven or eight a game, I, I would imagine? Yeah, uh, seven and a half a game. So, hey. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's been solid on, on rebounding the basketball. and he, He's 
he hustles on defense. He, 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 if he switches, he switches hard. And, mm-hmm. and now his shots are falling. And, and Teddy's one of those guys that if you, if you just leave him a slither of a hair open, he's going to make you pay for it. Right now he's shooting with so much confidence that if, if he even thinks he's got a chance of getting the ball up, he's going to make it. And, and I think he's shooting right around 50% from the three-point line this season. Yeah, uh, I don't know what his total numbers are, you know, attempts to, to makes, but uh, he is just shooting the ball really well right now. Uh, of course, Kyra's being Kyra, you know, he don't he don't have to shoot a lot to, to make an impact on the game. I know he's averaging you know, around six or seven assists a game along with or four or five rebounds and four, four or five assists. So that's that's really good to see. Uh, uh, Javion Davis has been a really good surprise early yeah. on this season. Uh, he had a pretty good game against uh, Belmont uh, a couple of nights ago. Uh, Alex Reese, he's starting to shoot the ball uh, better as of late. Uh, we really need him and, and Bolden to get completely healthy because you can tell they're both still struggling with a little bit of injuries. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Reese is a hip injury and and Beatles battled a wrist injury, I think an ankle injury. So it's it's just been a, it's been rough for those two guys to really find a flow and a rhythm in the offense. Or with the team because they they haven't practiced. I'm pretty sure Nate has said they haven't even practiced. All they've done is you know prep for games and, and played in the games. So yep. uh, once those guys can can get healthy and and start practicing, you know you know the next couple of weeks as you get in the SEC play, I really think you're going to see this team take it to the next level. I think right now you have to be happy with what what the offense looks like. Uh, maybe cut down on some some of the turnovers a little bit more, but the turnovers are getting better uh, yeah. compared to where they were to, to start the year. But uh, defensively, I know the numbers are not great, but but defensively, the guys are getting after it. Oh yeah, uh, the opposing teams are making a lot of difficult shots, uh, and it's not for a lack of effort. You know, if it was a lack of effort, I would be kind of upset. But right now. You know, you got to think about it. We're, we're kind of an undermanned team. We're not playing that many guys. Uh, a lot of teams can can give us a mismatch because we don't really have a, a dependable big other than Javion Davis Fleming. Or he's not Fleming anymore. He removed the Fleming. I, I, but I keep calling him that from his recruiting days. Mm-hmm. Um, but Galen Smith, he's kind of – and I know he's battled injury too, but he's he's kind of been disappointing this season. I, I thought he would be better than what, he, what he's been so far this year. So uh, maybe he can continue to get better. Uh, and and I think what January what is it second third mm-hmm. is that SEC when does SEC play open? It's right around that time. I know I know they got yeah. Richmond is the last non conference game, which I believe is this coming Saturday. Yeah, and uh, then the few days after that is is against Florida for to open the SEC. What day is it? The fourth. Okay. And, so yeah, and, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, just I was just talking about the uh, the schedule real quick. Uh, you know, the first three of the five um, five games are uh, an open SEC play. We go we go to Florida. Uh, we've got Mississippi State at home. Then we go to Kentucky. Then we have Auburn at home. So I mean, it, it it's a it's a tough you know tough stretch. To That's a murderer's row right there. That's rough. Yeah. But but once you get out of that, you know, you we have Missouri, Vandy. Both of them are very winnable games. We have the uh, the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. We got uh, Kansas State, um, and then we uh, play LSU on the road, Arkansas, Tennessee. So you know, at, after the murders road, per se, we have some very winnable games. Uh, 
things. Um, I I think there you know there's been a lot of talk, but I still I still see this team winning at least eighteen to twenty games. Uh, it's you know I, I think they're they're like you said they're finally gelling together a little bit. Um, you know all the turnovers you talked about um, beginning of the year. I think it was because you know we was running a fast pace they're not used to because you know NATO's coming there and we're running we're we're getting off shots, you know, quick and, and running them down the court. And they're just trying to get the legs under. And and now they're kind of gelling and and all you've seen the turnovers to uh, come down a little bit. So, you know, I, I just think this team is on the up and up. And, and I think they're going to be dangerous come SEC time. Yeah, they're definitely starting to play, you know, the, the way NATO wants them to play, especially on the offensive end. I'm sure he would be, you know, happier with, with a better defensive effort. But – He's mm-hmm. got to be pleased where the team is at right now compared to where they were, you know, like, say, three weeks ago, uh, leading into the Battle of Atlantis and then kind of during the Battle of Atlantis, they've, they've really started to turn the corner. Uh, I think right now they're sitting at six and five. So, if you know, and Richmond's no joke. I think Rich, Richmond's ten and one right now or, or something like yeah. that. So that's that's not going to be an easy game. They, they've beat a lot. They've beat some good teams. And uh, so that's that's not going to be an easy game. But if Alabama can get that win and put them at seven and five going into conference play, I, I can see them getting to eighteen wins at the end of the regular season. That would put them winning eleven conference games. So that'd be what eleven and seven in conference play. I can yeah. see that happening. And simply because the SEC is not very, you know, it don't have very just dominant teams. I mean, as bad as I hate to say it, it seems like Auburn is really the only team that you would, you know, feel like that's – you don't really have much of a chance. I mean, Kentucky's dropped a few games. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't look like the normal Kentucky. Now, I know they'll continue to get better because they always do. But, right. you know, you catch them early in SEC play, you have a chance to win. So, right now, it, it seems like Auburn is maybe the team to beat in the SEC. And, mm-hmm. of course, it's a long way to go and a lot can change. And, and they haven't really played the toughest schedule non-conference-wise. But – uh but they're obviously a good team under under coach coach Bruce Pearl. So, you know, that's obviously something to what you said. That's our third SEC game or our fourth. Yeah, some to, something to that effect. Um, yeah. So uh, we we get them in Kentucky early in SEC mm-hmm. play. So you, you we'll get a good you know vibe of what this team looks like and and what they're capable of doing. But like Jake said, you get past those first few games, you really have a chance to to get catch a lot of wins, and you're going to have to win several road games. I mean. And you yeah. always got to take care of home court. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be exciting. There's a lot to look forward to. Uh, I really wish, Jake, you would have been qualified to play. And uh, that's I, I still can't get over that. It's a joke. You know, they Crimson Crossover posted a video of him during practice, you know, Man. crossing some guys up, knocking down step-back threes, oh. uh, up and unders. Just, man, just he, he is a legit big-time player. Uh, point guard so it's it, it's kind of hard not seeing him out there on the court during the season but you know he'll he'll be there next year oh yeah and, uh, we look forward to that yeah. and uh you know before we before we sign off you know Alabama does play here in just a few days well I guess about a week now so uh we look forward to that you'll play in the the Citrus Bowl against the Michigan Wolverines so we look forward to that but we're going to have another podcast uh before that game and we'll we'll talk just about uh just about the game and, you know, kind of what we, we think is going on and uh, kind of give our prediction for it. And uh, we just wanted to kind of dedicate this podcast to the, to the men's basketball team for, 
you know, how they played the last couple of weeks. And, you know, they they seem like they're going to finish the non-conference slate on, on a high note if they can get that win this Saturday against a, a really good Richmond team. So don't sleep on that Richmond team. I mean, they go look at their who, who they've played so far this season. And like I said, I believe they're 10-1 and one right now. So uh, they're not a pushover. I, I think they're 10-2. and two, and I think – I think they lost to Auburn and and some other team, but but yeah, yeah. they're they're really good. Um, but before we sign off, man, um, you know we we got a special shout, another shout out to give, and it's a special one. If you want to go ahead and do that, yeah, uh, we just wanted to shout out a uh, Big Bam and uh, KB for you know their baby announcement. They're gonna have a a boy. I can't remember when when the due date is, but uh, we just wanted to shout those guys out. Congratulations. We hope everything goes well. Uh, during the pregnancy with KB and also the baby, and uh, we just wish them the best of luck, and we're happy that they're together and that they, you know, they enjoy our podcast and follow us on Twitter and all that. We just really appreciate them, and you know, we appreciate yep. all our followers and listeners. And uh, it, you know, we wouldn't do it if if we didn't have the kind of support that we have, and it it just really means a lot. Uh, we're, we're really thankful for everybody that that supports the show and uh, you know that that follows us on follows us on Twitter, and you know just. We have a really good time doing this, but but having having fans or I don't even say fans, but followers and listeners uh, mm-hmm. like we do, it, it makes it you know even the more better. So we really appreciate that. Yes. And, uh, you know, we hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year, and hope everybody gets to spend time with their family and their loved ones and have a really good time. And uh, we really appreciate everybody listening to us. And uh, before we go, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Tide Talk underscore Pod. Uh, you can follow me, Stacy Blackwood, at Blackwood89. And I'm at Jake Thomas Todd. Yeah, so give us a follow, uh, retweet our stuff, uh, like our stuff, uh, use the hashtag Tide Talk if, if you remember to. And uh, we really appreciate the support, and uh, we'll talk to you all again next week. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.